you. In uh, Midtown on Cleveland Street, right near the Crosstown building, some of you may know, uh, there's a series of seven or eight Vietnamese restaurants. And uh, Chef Anthony Bourdain was very fond of saying that his favorite place to visit was Tokyo, but his favorite food to eat was Vietnamese food. And I have to say, I love Vietnamese food. If you ever eaten Vietnamese food, it's a perfect balance, I believe, of flavors. You know, in the, in the human palate, in each one of our mouths, we detect salty, spicy, sour, bitter, and what's called umame. Anybody ever heard of umame? If you're not familiar with umame, it's, the, the, it's kind of the meaty, the meaty flavor that we like. You see this in soy sauce. It's kind of that flavor like when Father Ben is here preaching too long and you can smell them cooking tacos outside. And you're like, would you please shut up, Father Ben, right? So that water in your mouth, that's, it triggers the olfactory glands in, in your nose that then says, I want meat, I want tacos, right? So that's one of the, in, in Vietnamese food, there's like a perfect balance of flavors, textures, colors, hot, cold. They have this dish called pho, spelled P-H-O. Some of you may have had this. It's a meaty broth with cellophane noodles. Ah, oh, so good, so good. If you pardon the analogy, maybe in the spiritual life that we could say it's kind of like <laughs> pho. We're going for a balance in theology. We're going for a balance in the spiritual life because the truth is, each one of us, we can go off the road on the right or the left. And in the Catholic Church, over 2,000 years, we've seen both. We're looking for a healthy balance. And one of the things that we're looking for a balance with is this reality of heaven and hell. You know, people often ask, uh, they ask me, they say, Father, what is the afterlife going to be like? Like, what is this like? And I'm like, I, I've actually never been there. Okay, so I, I'm kind of making this up as I go, but you, you know, we have to keep this balance, right, of the heaven and hell thing. When was the last time that you ever heard a priest talk about hell? I mean, that's usually something that priests avoid. I mean, no offense to my brother priest, but we just don't talk about it, Right? But Jesus talks about it. And I'm not going to stand up and, on a soapbox, but I, it, we need to talk about it, right? I mean, if Jesus is serious, and he mentions this a number of times, then maybe we should talk about it. Because otherwise we're like a dysfunctional family that won't talk about things. We just sweep that under the Right? No, we didn't talk about it. Here's the good news. Do you know that heaven is mentioned over 700 times? in the Bible, and hell is mentioned about 30, so the odds are in our favor, I think, <laughs> right? I mean, maybe I'm rationalizing, I don't know, but the truth is God always respects our free will. And there's two arguments when we talk about hell, there's two arguments I can tell you that I hear a lot from people about hell, and it goes like this, quote, Father, look, I don't you can say whatever you want. 
You can say whatever you want. I don't care what the Bible says. I don't believe in hell. And I'm, my response to that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't. You don't want to believe it? Don't. You're not hurting me. It's a little bit like a person going to a doctor, asking you for advice, and then ignoring the doctor. My job is to give you the information. What you do with it is on you, my friend. Best of luck. Second argument I hear, Father, if, if God is all-loving, how can he possibly send somebody to hell? And the truth is, he doesn't. He doesn't. It is something that we freely choose a thousand times in this life. He will give us simply what we've asked for and what we've chosen. After we leave this life, we will look at our life and he will look at it and say, okay, there you go. I'm not a theologian, but I'll tell you what I think. This is my definition of hell. After we leave this life, hell will be simply the full realization that we were meant for eternal happiness with God forever in heaven and the full realization that we will never know it. The full realization that God had this amazing thing planned for us with Him and everyone, so many people, and the full realization that we will never know. By the way, if you think I'm kidding, let's forget about theology and the Bible and Jesus for a second. Common sense tells us this. Common sense. What do you mean, Father? Here's what I mean. Some of you may have heard the statistic, but you know 50 million women and children in this world are trafficked. That's 50 times the size of our city. Okay, common sense would tell us that the people that do these horrible things, <laughs> there's going to be an eternal reckoning for these people. There's going to be, regardless of what they would think or say. Some of the things that the Nazis did, there's going to be an eternal reckoning for these people. Common sense, justice tells us these things. So here's my, my suggestion to each one of us, including Father Ben. Choose well. Choose well. It goes like this. If you don't remember anything of what Father Ben, what I'm saying this morning, something to walk away with, okay? Every choice that we have made in our past has led us to our present. And every choice in our present life is guiding our future. And not only our future in this life, but our future after we leave this life. In other words, your post-retirement retirement in heaven. Every decision from the past is leading us to the present. Every decision in the present is guiding our future. That's how it is. You know, I have, this, I have this dear friend of mine. He and I are very close. And I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. If you're watching, buddy, I love you. He loves talking. You ever known these people that just talk? And as you're talking to them, you're walking backwards because they just they talk so much. Well, I love talking, but he makes me look like a church mouse. And about 10 years ago, he was in uh, O'Hare Airport waiting for his flight. 
flying back to Memphis, and shocker, he got into a conversation and missed his flight. He got on the second flight coming back to Memphis. He gets on the flight, he's got his ticket seat number, but they double booked the flight, so the stewardess sat him in a different seat. He sits down, shocker, he starts a conversation with the lady next to him. They fell in love. A year later, they got married. Fast forward to present day, they have three children. True story, happily married. Cool. Here's my question to each one of us. Is it, <laughs> is it God's providence that made him miss his first flight and sit next to this woman, or is it his big mouth? Actually, I told him, I was talking to him once, I said, technically, it's, it's the Lord's fault. He gave you that mouth, right? <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Is it God's providence? Or was it just that he got distracted? Or maybe a little both? Because it's possible that in each one of our lives, God can make straight our crooked lines even our bad choices, and bring good out of them. And we've all been there. We've all been there. The truth is, for each one of us, I think, it's not so much that we choose Jesus Christ, folks, but that we surrender to Him. And surrendering is so difficult for many of us because we want to be in control. And in case you haven't noticed, there's much of this life we are not in control in. You know one thing you can control with 100% certainty? Where you will be after this life. That you can control. And we make that decision a thousand times a week, boy. Or as Billy Graham was so fond of saying, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. Amen to that. I'll close with this. I've shared this story with some of you, I think, so you will permit me if I repeat myself. <clears throat> In 1994, I was working as a line cook in a uh, restaurant at um, Cooper Young. And my buddy John uh, picked me up after work one day, and we were going to go fishing at the Buffalo River in Arkansas. And he picks me up in his Jeep and his Jeep had no doors, and uh, we weren't wearing our seatbelts, stupidly. Stupid. So we're going through the intersection of Union and McLean, and my buddy John was smoking a cigarette as he was driving, and he dropped his cigarette, and he stepped on the brakes, just pumped the brakes very quickly. At that very second, that very moment, somebody ran the red light going the opposite direction, and they passed so close in front of our bumper, as God is my witness, you could have balanced an egg between our bumpers. In fact, for a split second, I thought they had hit us. I have 100% confidence if he had not pumped his brakes, I definitely would not be here talking to you this morning. So John pulls over, we said a little prayer, buckled up, 
right? And drove on our way. So here, here's my question. This is why I'm telling you this story, all right? Was it God's providence that just knocked the cigarette out of John's hand? Or was it gravity? Honestly, I don't care. I don't care. Maybe a little of both. But I tell you this much, made a believer out of me, that each one of us, God will take our choices. He'll take the scenario and say, all right, let's see what we can do here. You got two foolish kids going fishing. We got other plans for them. It's the same for us. It's not so much that we choose Jesus Christ, but that we surrender to him. Lord, I have no clue how to get through this week in this situation. I have no idea. I, I'm, I'm powerless. I'm powerless. But you know what? You can make straight crooked lines because I've shown that I have a talent for messing things up. Maybe I've got the Midas touch of destruction because every time I try to make it better, it gets worse. So you know what? You take it. That's what I'm talking about. It's a humbling, scary thing. On the other side of that, though, liberation. Liberation. Every decision of our past has led us to a present, and every decision of our present is guiding our future, not only our future in this life, but the next to come.